0: Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, Senior Pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's Word, He will truly encourage your heart. I don't know what that's about. Jeez, I get it. You know, these guys are always doing something to me. I, I get it from my kids. I get it from... Lori and Lisa sending pictures with cats and me on the internet, man. You know, a few months ago, we looked at God's Word, a, a series on, on angels in the Bible, and uh, and I was doing a lot of research on angels in the book of Revelation and just we really only hit one week looking at that. I thought, you know, there's so many different stories about angels and what they have to do with the end times and, and encouraging us in God's word just in that book. So we're going to start a, another series on, Re, on Revelation angels. And the very first one I want to look at is the one who lies to us more than anything else. We forget many times that the devil is an angel. The devil is a fallen angel. And when we look at, we almost look at here's the Lord and here's the devil. And it's not that way because God is all-knowing and he's everywhere, and the devil is one angel. It's not to look at any way that he is any less powerful than he is. We always say that he is, and we don't joke about it. But to know and encourage you today to know that we have hope if we believe what this book says. So let's pray. Father, we are so grateful today Lord, couldn't help but thinking in a way in here. Lord, soon, Lord, you've given us a, a, this building. Lord, soon we'll be able to, to fellowship and meet in. Lord, we are so grateful how that you have honored your word. Lord, we look, we open it today. I know that the people that all of our pastoral staff have talked to this week, so many people are hurting. So many people wonder what's going on in the world, but Lord, we know as soon as we open your word up, it gives us hope. it lets us see you, calms our heart. Lord, we thank you today for your word in Jesus' name. Amen. I want you to turn if you have your Bibles with you. You can look on a screen. And Revelation, it's really, if you want to be accurate with it, the very last book of the Bible is really called is really. Named the revelation of Jesus Christ. That's the actual name of that book. And the very first chapter, verses one through three, God opens these words up in this book and saying, The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave him to show for the time is near. You know, all of you are, are so busy every week, no matter what you're doing, and you think, hey, here we are, another 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 week." has gone by and say, you know, if you've been here for a long time, I can't believe the church is nine years old. And, you, and all these different things that fly through. can't believe, you know, t- this time of year there's graduation. And whether it's your kids or your nieces or nephews or people, yeah, that, man, what? You mean they're graduating from high school? You know, it's like it goes that fast. And, and the book of Revelation means to reveal, to reveal of what's going to happen in the future towards the end. One of the things, not to scare you, it should encourage us of where we are. You know, I'll never forget. It was probably a few months before my brother passed away, and I talked to him on the phone. And he goes, "Well, uh, uh, I'm going to get a blessing." And I said, well, "What's that, Chuck?" And he said, uh, "He said I read through the whole book of Revelation again," and uh, and that's so true. And I want you to know, and I want to encourage you as we go through this series. God will bless you, as it says in the very, those very three verses, or blessed is he who reads these or hears these words of this prophecy and keeps those things which are written in it for the time is near. So in other words, if you would sit down and over the next couple weeks decide that you're going to read it, and this is what, this is what I hear from so many other pastors Or from people, why it's 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 too hard to understand, or kind of I don't get it, or or what's it all about? And it's about the future and all the different things that happen. This is what I want you to do. If you don't quite understand it, first of all, let me say this. Do you know that 30 percent of over 30 percent of churches in America never open, never touch a verse, never read out of the book of Revelation? Over 30. Percent of churches in America never open that book, missing a blessing. So, if you over the next month decide, hey, I want to read through this, I, this is why I want to encourage you. Take take the the New King James, or if you want the King James, or the, or and take the a Message Bible, and use it. I always say you can use it as a commentary. And what you don't understand, maybe in one of the, of, the, of the versions that were written years ago, it brings it to light and you can take that parallel with it and it helps you understand it more. But we can't shy away from it because you think, oh, it scares me or all the different things that happen. God has given us that book, for the time is near, to encourage you and I about the future. I just referenced my brother. To know that I know one day I'm going to see my brother in heaven. That's hope. To know that the time is near that someday, before we all know it, we're going to be out of here. I, I always say this. If you are are a certain age and, and the Lord gives you so many years to live as far as a normal life, you stand, we stand a very good chance of of being here when the rapture takes place you might I might not ever have to face death as we know it it's amazing to think that that we that you had been born in this time in this season of the world to know that you could be a part of never having to see death yourself personally as a believer that is an amazing blessing that that should give us all hope to know that the time is near as the time gets closer, I, I want you to know that you have a person that's always around you, whether you like it or not. God's Word tells us they're fallen angels. that are always going to come at you in a certain way, whether it's an angel or a, demon, a fallen angel or a demon, and come at you and try in some way to discourage you or tempt you in such a way that you're miserable you make the wrong decision. Well, how, how do you know that? Well, how do we know that about that angel as we start this series and about this book of Revelation and about the devil? It talks about more towards even the end of Revelation. Look at look at in uh, Corinthians, and I want you to look in uh, I think it's 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 33. God gives us an insight. On who that lying angel is—the fallen angel, the devil, the slanderer—God's word tells us. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. In other words, God's the author of peace. There's something in your life right now. You know, you might you might be in school as a kid, and and the kids face so many more. Uh, so much more adversity today maybe that we did in school because of all the media and Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat, all these different things they can't even keep up with and, and Twitter and everything goes on their phone that we didn't face. And I challenge them and encourage them to know the same thing is to know that the devil as a young person today is gonna try and confuse you more than anything else By everything that's thrown at you. What's true? What's real? What's right? What's wrong? I I don't know how to go about this. As we see the devil's going to lie what do you need? You need God's word to speak truth into your life. And you need people that love you, your family, your parents, your good friends, to also speak that truth. Because the devil is always, he's the father of lies. Do you know that the devil never, ever, ever, ever once will ever tell you the truth. Never once. So he's going to lie to you about who you are, how incompetent you are, how that you don't deserve and you're never going to be there. You're never going to make it. God's going to do the opposite. He's, he's the author of peace. You need people in your life to speak. You know, <laughs> you need people that are really tell you the truth. Believers will tell you hopefully the truth. In other words, someone who loves you that's a believer well, take God's word, and they're living it, and they'll look into your life, and, and they'll they'll talk to you about certain things. I, you know, I saw one time. I was preaching one time a couple of years ago, and I said, you know, I, I, I think I you know I know what I was even referencing. You know, I said, you know, I think I have a, uh, I think I have a pretty good diet. In uh, in the next week, you know, I think Alexis sort of they called me or they see, Dad. You know, Sunday, you know, he said you had a good diet. You know, eat Diet Coke, chips, bread. Yeah, you really have a good diet. Boom, boom, boom. They kept going, but I'll leave it at that. Wow. Man, I see. Okay, right? You and I need people that love you enough that will speak truth into your life. Because truth will protect you. A lie will destroy you. So, take it for what it is, but to know that if you right now today, if there's something in your life that you're confused about, I want you to know it's not coming from heaven. It's not coming from Jesus. Jesus will never ever tease you. He will never discourage you. And he will never lie to you. I want you to know all that confusion, the discouragement, the lies, the confusion, will always come from the devil. And we need this book to speak truth into our life. We, know, we have to know that the devil will never stop lying to you. Ever. He never stops. And he he can't get in your soul. He can't get in your heart. But he can come at you through your mind. He gets you to where the Bible says that where we have to keep those thoughts captive. We have to take them and throw them away and put them in a prison. Know that they're gone. Know that Jesus Christ is going to take whatever the devil tries to confuse you. You're worthless. You don't deserve it. No, wait a minute. I'm forgiven. God saved me. I'm a believer. And through the blood of Jesus Christ, I've been forgiven. So, so devil, get away from me. I know that I already have victory, and God has already won whatever you're trying to destroy me through. I was looking at it, another very, I won't go into it, but another another very popular person, people, uh, in media today, and they've been married like 20 years or so, and... and Three or four beautiful kids, and the wife's side, she just doesn't want to be married anymore. Now, I don't know what's happened. I don't know all the things, but I know this. I know she's been lied to. Do you know that 85 to 90% of divorces today, and we're not going to go down that road, I'm not going in today, but 85 to 90% of divorces today are pursued by women. Do you know why? Because they're lied to. Not, not every time. I'm just saying most of the time they're lied to from whether it's their girlfriends or what they see on the media or what they've heard on Facebook or all different things that, you know, you deserve more. You know, who, who, you know you're supposed to be happy all the time. Who said we're supposed to be happy all the time? are supposed to have peace. It's a big difference. I want you to know today the liar, the devil, the deceiver, the accuser, is going to come and destroy anything and everyone he can. And I was sitting here thinking about that person as I was driving in, that couple I was just referring to, and I thought, she's not thinking clear. All the different things, all the damage it's going to do to their kids, all the things that that are happening, they, they got 20 years in, invested in, in each other and everything. And I'm thinking, i thinking, why? What is going on there? Here's why. Pride. The Bible says the devil will tell us we deserve more. Who says we deserve more? We deserve what's right, not what's more. Not what can be fed into me. How'd that all happen? Why why is this cloud over our, our whole society and our world today? It's a cloud of confusion that's come from a fallen angel who we know is the devil who is trying to do whatever he can to destroy anyone that he can, believer or non-believer. He's the author of confusion. So what do you and I have to do as is, is we look and we can understand more that we're being lied to? How do we avoid that lie? How do we avoid how he just kind of slips in on us and he kind of gets in there and makes us go down that wrong road. Well, let's put, look at Ephesians. It seems like a couple times a year, if not three times a year, I seem to turn to these verses Ephesians chapter 1, verses 13 through 21. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13. In him you also trusted after you heard the word, here it is. Why do we trust so much in the Lord today? Because we heard the word of truth. The gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, who is the guarantee of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession to the praise of his glory. Why, you know, the word of truth is so powerful. Let's look at it as a believer and an unbeliever. As a believer, you have the word of truth that I, I we talk about this all the time at our church. If, if you're visiting today, that if you pick this book up for just five minutes every day and read into it, the miracle of it, God knows you so well as an individual, as a, as a son or a daughter of his. He knows exactly what you're going to face this week. He's going to give you exactly what you need every day. Pick it up, and as you read it, and then what you're gonna read is complete truth for what you're gonna have to face this week. And you understand it, and God guides you. What about the what about the non-believer? What, what is how does that work? Because we're sealed with the Holy Spirit. How does that work? Well, have you ever heard of a, heard a, someone that's non-believer and you're talking to them? They're they're curious, they're they're confused with the world. But they're all also curious because there's no peace in their life. See, they're confused. So if someone's confused, as we read a minute ago, there's surely no peace in their life. And they see you. And they see me. That we have peace in our life. No matter what somebody says or how they try and knock you down or how whatever's going on in your life at work or, or at school or all the different things you face, you still have peace. Because your confidence, God's word says, which is truth, your confidence is in the Lord. It's not in you. So as God' word tells it, it, is a non-believer through you, God's just knocking on the door of their heart. That's how the Holy Spirit works. That's how someone becomes a believer. God just knocks on the door of their heart with his spirit. They see everything that's going on in the world. They're searching. They're wondering what's happening. They say you. They see me. And they see this peace that you and I have been given because we know that we're going to be lied to by the devil, so we're going to follow Jesus Christ, who is the truth. Let's continue to see how that works. Verse 15, Therefore I also have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love for all the saints. Do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom. You, you know, the, 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 you don't have to, to work for that. You know whether it's your family today or whether there's a situation at work or something you, in your health or whatever. And you have a, you have a decision that's, that you've got to make. God says he's going to give you. And your spirit, wisdom. The Bible says Jesus is wisdom. So as we are following Jesus, which is the word, which is the truth, God's going to give us wisdom. Whatever it is you're going to face this week, I don't know what it is, but God does. Let's continue on. In verse 18, that the, and we have the knowledge of him, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of his glory, his inheritance in the saints, what is exceedingly greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power. Let me stop right there. As a believer, I want you to catch this. As a believer, you might still not believe. You say, "What do you mean, Dallas? I don't quite understand it." You're a believer. You know Jesus is your Savior, but there's so much happening in your life. You're thinking, "Man, I, gee, I don't. I'm having a hard time believing that." Lord, I'm just being honest with you. It's been three years. It's been five years. Or, I, I'm having a hard time with this. As we, as we read that, God gives us an insight. He says in verse 18, that the eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you may know what is a hope of his calling. God's word tells us in the book of Romans, hope in your life as a believer and mine never will disappoint you. In other words, no matter how difficult things might be in your life, or you look at a situation, you look at this girl, you look at this guy, and they got all these things going, everything seems to be perfect. I want you to know it's not perfect. You might think it is. The devil's lying to you that it is perfect in their life. It's not. I want you to know that as a believer, that, that the devil is going to lie to you from every angle that he can. But if you're willing to look just a little bit into the future, hope. Hope never disappoints because the Lord, your problem, I'm here to tell you today, I, I, you know, it might, you might not want to hear this, <clears throat> but I want you to know that your, your problems are probably not going to be just like, you know, fixed like in 24 hours. I, you know, God doesn't work like that. You say, Dallas, how does he work? He wants to have a relationship with you. And so he's building character into your life. And as he builds that character in your life, you see him and you see him working along the way. And this week is better than last week because you decided to follow him. So you have hope for the next week. Did you get that? I want you to get that. It might have been worse last week, but because you chose to believe in him, it got better. This week, and if it got better this week, you have hope for next week. Whether you're in high school or whether you're 60 years of age or whatever it might be that you're going through that maybe nobody else understands, Jesus does. And he'll give you the insight that you need in your spirit that you're going to see that situation differently than you saw it last week. Because God says he will give you in your spirit wisdom. And he will give you, as he tells us in that word, what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory, and his inheritance in the saints. Listen to verse 19 through 20. 19 through uh, 21. And what is exceedingly greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him... At his right hand in heavenly places, far above all principalities and power and might and dominion in every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. What's he talking about? He's talking about all the things that you and I cannot see with our physical eyes, everything that's coming against you right now, all, from every heavenly realm, is the devil is fighting from all those spiritual ways and he can against you, every angle that he can every principality, every dominion. That's why God's word tells us in the book of Ephesians, you don't, I don't wrestle against flesh and blood. It's spiritual. And as we recognize that, we have to turn whatever we're fighting, battling against over to Jesus. Because as a believer, when the spirit is working in our life through Jesus Christ, you can now see because Jesus is looking for you. You're not seeing it out of your own eyes. You're seeing it with the hope of Jesus in mind. As a matter of fact, he says that and reference that, which goes in another verse. Once you see it, once you know he's working, that battle's not yours anymore, it's his. And he says, I want you to sit down right beside me and I want you to let me fight whatever it is for you. Are you sitting down in your mind? Man, are you just letting it race all over the place? It's going this way. It's going that way. You're battling here. You're battling here. Stop. The devil's lying to you. He's going to lie to you again and again and again from every angle, every day, as much as he can. What stops that? What stops that is when you have the peace of Jesus It speaks truth in your life, knows who you are. You are his child you look at life in a different way, you look at it through his eyes. When you do that, he says, I want you to come down and sit here right by me. I want you to see what I see. I want you to see what I see. And what I see, meaning Jesus, for us, when we sit down beside him, is a hope for your future. That's what he sees. And if we calm ourselves enough in him, in the truth of who he is, and believe who he is, we'll be willing to sit down and say, All right, Lord, I'm gonna look at this the way you want me to. It is amazing how your heart will be calmed and what God will do when you believe Jesus and stop believing a fallen angel who's the devil, who's an accuser of a believer day and night before the Lord about you and about me. We stop believing that and believe who you are as a child of God. Let me close with this last verse. Again, the devil's the father of lies. He invented the lie. In Revelation chapter twelve, verse twelve, probably going to bring a whole uh, probably a whole message just on that that whole chapter, but we're going to look at just verse twelve today. Therefore, rejoice, O heavens, you who dwell in them. And then it switches right away that verse, and woe to the inhabitants of the earth. In other words, those that are in heaven, whether it's a a mighty angel of God or whether it's someone who is a believer that's in heaven forever, and they're up there rejoicing forever and ever and ever. They look forward to the day that that we come up and be there forever and ever and ever as a believer. And we're reunited with so many family and friends that that know Christ. There is a rejoicing that never stops going on in heaven. But what does this say about here? Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and to the sea. In other words, everything in this world. For the devil has come down to you having great wrath because he knows that his time is short. As we read that, and it's out of the very last book of the Bible. Revelation means to reveal. It's an unveiling to what is going to happen in the end times. We are in those times. We talk about this all the time in our church it should give us a fervency and a hope to not give up and to live for Jesus because we are we are there whether it's in sports at the 2 minute warning or the or the clock that is set for the world that's the clock that says the world's going to end it's a minute and a half left whatever it is that we know we know that there's not much time left you know that i know that all we have to do is look at the world every time we turn the news on or or we open something up that we're reading about, it's talking about it, when's the world going to come to an end? And how many times Russia or China or us can blow each other up? Or when's it going to happen? How close are we to it? We know that we are at the end of the end. We know that. Don't you think the devil knows that? And he knows that. He's going to so work overtime your life, and in your family, and in mine. Now, we don't have to be discouraged by it. I want you just to be aware. So, I close today. Just to be aware. Jesus is truth. This says the truth will set you free. Jesus is truth. Jesus said he is the way, the truth, and the life. And all the devil is, he's a fallen angel that has all his demons and fallen angels working for him. And he's working overtime. So if he's working overtime, that means we need to be aware. Now, as we close, I want you to know this. You will never lose. God says through him, we are more than a conqueror. In other words, we're going to win even in a greater way than what we think. In other words, when you get through this battle that you're facing right now, you're going to look back and you're going to say, I can't believe how the Lord did that. That's what the Lord's going to do for you. But I want you to know that you're just about to win as you feel the devil working overtime in your life. And when that's the case, all you have to do is say, Lord... You you tell me if I ask you for wisdom, where does that come from? Does it just pop out of the sky, Lord. I need some wisdom today. You know, will you help me? I, and, and we get first like, where's it? Oh, where's it? I'm gonna catch it. It's coming from somewhere. You ever see the guy? They think, you ever see that that uh, they have someone and it's like a, a round tank that's a stand up tank. They have somebody come in and that money is blowing up. By, that, you know, you go in and they say however much money that you grab, how many are much that you grab, you can keep, okay? And it's blowing, you know, with a blower, and you see a person standing in there, and and they're grabbing, they're going all around, they're trying to grab the money. They had a guy on YouTube, it was so amazing how to get as much money as you can get in that, you know what it was? And it was so amazing to watch this. Guy says, here's all you have to do. He went into, (laughs) there's, you know, showed all these other people for him. He says, all you got to do is stand there. And the money falls in your hands. It was amazing to watch. (sighs) What an illustration for our life. All we have to do with the Lord is stand there or sit there. And the Lord is saying, now that I see you're going to wait on me, through my word, I'm just going to drop it right? And you, you don't have to go crazy. All those other people show going crazy, they're trying to grab This guy just stands there. All the money just starts flying on It's just It's amazing to watch. I thought, what an illustration for us as, as believers. We, we got to just work as go crazy and do everything, run like, do everything in the world. No, Lord says, wait a minute. Devil's going to lie to you. And so you got to do it every other way. And you got to be running around and you got to go here and there. And this is the way it'll be solved. So say, no, I'm going to wait On the Lord, and He's going to renew my strength, and as He is, He's going to give me all the wisdom that I need for the future. And as a believer, if we really, really trust Him, all of us here today have a future and a hope because it's dependent on our Savior Jesus Christ. Let's pray. You know, as our heads are bowed today, maybe you're watching with, we say every week, how many people watch on all our different apps, watch live, watch tomorrow, this week. But we want you to know, you might be running crazy as the world. You might be a part of that world. And you know what it does. I said today, it confuses you. And that devil will lie to you. That fallen angel will wear you out. I want you to know today that Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He's the opposite of that confusion. See, the devil will only give you confusion and heartache and hopelessness. Jesus will give you hope. So all you got to do, maybe there's no one that you've been around, no one that you know, because it's the world we live in today. So many people don't go to church. So many people don't know anything about the Lord. But I want you to know today that Jesus says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord. That prayer shall be saved for whoever. That's you. Say, that's right. I don't know what you've done. Jesus does, and he'll still save you. He'll still give you eternal life then because he's doing it, because he loved you through his son, Jesus Christ, who shed his blood on the cross of Calvary for you and for me forever and ever and ever. Pray with me right now if you want to know Jesus. Say, Jesus, I don't understand maybe everything Dallas was saying today, but I could feel you knocking on the door of my heart through spirit. Jesus, I ask you right now by faith, I believe you died on the cross for my sins, and I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins. Cleanse me, Jesus, from All of my unrighteousness, save me. And Lord Jesus, from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. I know you're coming back soon. Lord, help me to see you and have a future and a hope. In Jesus' name. Lord, we are so grateful that as we gather on the first day of the week right here in this place, this place you've given us every Sunday for nine years, and Lord, you're giving us a new home soon. Lord, we are so grateful, and Lord, in this place today, if there's someone here doesn't know you in your Savior, may a friend or a family member bring them today, and I can share with them your hope, you, Jesus, and pray that same prayer with them as Ben leads us in this closing invitation song. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, we accept Jesus as our Savior, and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on the cross for you, just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer. Dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son. And you came and lived a perfect life. And you died on the cross. And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer, we want to hear from you. Contact us through our website, City Church AC. Or you can get at our church app through any of the um, streaming services. And we want you to know that we'll contact you. And from this day forward, no matter what you face. You'll always have hope knowing that Jesus is your Savior and he'll come through in your life. Thank you for being with us today.